Thanks for tuning in to your day off podcast, hosted by your boys, Corey and Tony. I think by the end of today, I might have another best friend. They're committed to making you fall in love with the hair industry, one podcast at a time. Uh, you're going to grab a lot of information. Yeah, you're going to learn a lot. Presented by Hair Industry and powered by Schedulicity. Without further ado, should we do? Ladies and gentlemen, this is it. Your day off podcast will begin after a word from our sponsors. What if payment looked this good? And your tips looked even better. Better yet, what if you could do it all by phone? Norm, payment by text for small businesses. Barbers, stylists, massage therapists, facialists, you name it. Available now for everyone on Schedulicity. Norm, the modern way to pay. Welcome to your day off. My name is Corey. Of course, I sit with my best friend, Tom. What's up, bud? What's going on, brother? Hey, uh, first and foremost, thank you, Premier Orlando, for bringing us down and letting us set up in their media room and, uh, you know, get to record the podcast here. Yep. Just want to give a huge thank you to, to Premier. And, and again, you know, it, it was our first show and, you know, and it's, so far it's the last of the of the year for us mm-hmm. uh and just want to uh just thank them and uh you know look forward to uh many many more in the future yeah yeah no, there's no doubt um you know normally this is a june event but this year it's an october event so uh you know it, it's, it's our last hair show um for the year so uh, you know again thank you premiere um but and, and they're giving us a, a classroom to do a live q a podcast which uh i'm excited about Oh my gosh, I can't wait. So tomorrow we get to do a, not that, I mean, not tomorrow when you're listening to this, but tomorrow, but the, the literal tomorrow as we sit here and record this, that we're doing a live Q&A uh, podcast with uh, with the amazing Olivia Smalley, OMG Artistry, and uh, it's going to be like a social media Q&A, and you know, nobody's smarter in the world about that stuff than her, you know? That's the truth. That's the truth. So uh, once again, we get to do these shows. Um, we get to we get to hang out with some uh, old friends and, 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 and break bread with them again. And this year it, it has... Even, um, I was going to say more special. I don't, can you say more special? But it has a more special kind of feeling because, you know, a lot of our friends we haven't seen on the road in a couple of years. So it just, uh, it just feels really nice, man. Yeah. And uh, it's just great to be able to see people's faces again and, and give them hugs and just being able to just, again, like you said, break bread and just, you know, have a Red Bull and a, or a water together. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're so right about that, right? <laughs> That's cool. So, uh, again, today we, uh, we picked up one of our, one of our, one of our old, one of our old friends or one of our old road dog friends. Um, today we're talking to Sam Daly, better known or not better known. I shouldn't say that, right? I should say also <laughs> known as Bottle Blonde 76. Um, she's a, uh, uh, a Pulp Riot artist and she continues to be a Pulp Riot artist, which I only say that because, it seems like everybody's switching teams, right? It's even funny that we have teams, but now like everybody is, is switching teams uh, recently, uh, certainly recently, you know? Yeah, and if you, you haven't heard of her and you don't follow her, make sure you follow her. She's a phenomenal artist and uh, she definitely is one for, for, for elevating the industry. That's oh, it, man. Thank you so much. It's good, right? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Miss Sam Daly, welcome to your day off. Thank you. I feel like it's been like a hot minute, so it's so good to see you guys. Good to it, be back. It, it's it's we're so happy to have you, dude. It, it's we're pretty excited, man. Pretty excited to be able to hang out with our friends again, and 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 
all that jazz, you know? I know. It's like a, um, uh, I feel like my like life source has come back. <laughs> like it's been like too long since I've been like on stages and like really feeling that like backstage well, pressure. Well, hold, on, hold, on, hold on. So is this weekend the first time you've been on stage since COVID? Um, are you going on stage? Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I am going on stage. I'll be on the color stage, um, so, uh, Sunday and Monday with Christopher Benson and Sam Villa. So I'm very Whoa. excited. Yeah. They asked me to be a female collaborator with them, which I was in a hotel room when Christopher called me and asked me to do that. And I literally fell off the bed. <laughs> like I could, I was like, me? Like, there's so many people and they're like, no, we choose you. I was like, Oh my God. So this is a huge honor to be here. Um, I've never really been here in any other capacity. Well, for 17 years I came as like, you know, a, a buyer. <laughs> right, 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 right. And then, um, since then it's been pull riot. So, this is a really different um, sort of backstage experience for me. It's a different um, onstage experience for me. And I love what um, is actually happening with this uh, color show on the color stage um, is that it is brand neutral, which means people who weren't able to be on the same stage before because of brand conflict um, we are coming together and we're going to do it and just, you know, we don't have to talk about the brand. We're not trying to sell a brand. We're just, you know, being creatives and artists and sending our work out there and um, letting the people enjoy it. Yeah, we were talking to Chris earlier about that. And by him calling you and asking you, like I said earlier, you know, that uh, your work speaks for itself. I mean, that that's, you know, got to give you some confidence there too, because you, you know, these guys that you're going to be on stage with are, are, are legends. Yeah. They're powerhouses yeah. in our industry. And, you know, and your work is equally as, as well-respected and, and is good. And so how did it, you said you fell off the bed, but how did it feel like knowing that you're going to go in there and now you're going to collab with all these other great artists? And I mean, and without representing a brand. I know it's weird. I'm like, what do I talk about? Cause normally you're a little bit trying to sell, you know what I mean? Right. And it's like, now I'm just talking about like my ideas for placement, my ideas for, you know, what colors work great next to each other. And it's not about the color line. It's just about what I imagined it would look like. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, it's really a whole different it's a whole different show for me. So I'm like a little bit nervous. <laughs> Usually I'm like, Oh yeah, I know what I'm doing. I got my model set, you know? So, and even in the back room today, like, you know, I, it, it, it made me, um, level up again. You know, it's like, well, it's, I think always, it's impossible not to level up when you're yeah. in Chris's presence. Right. Oh, she, oh my, there, there's so many great artists right. back there that you're just like, Oh my God. Um, so yeah, it's like, you, you know, you want to impress, you bring your a game and let's do this thing. You what know? was your, when, when Chris, when, when Chris called you and you're sitting on that, that, that bed, what, um, what was the first instinct? Was it like imposter syndrome or like, heck yeah. Okay. So I've met Chris a, a 
dozen times maybe at the show great guy mm-hmm. like so I, i'm always like god he's so nice you know so humble for you know winning naha 475 times like <laughs> I think, I think what you missed the a couple. hell yeah yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> master everything so he actually dm'd me and was like can you give me a call and had like his phone number and i was like like now, like, <laughs> or like, what is this about? Like, I honestly was like, did I do something wrong? Like, did you know what I mean? Like, is Chris going to scold yeah, you? Yeah, I was like, I have no idea what this could possibly be about. And then when he told me the idea that he had for the color stage and how it was going to be presented, because of course, you know, when you have sponsorships, you are under contracts with, you know, different people. And, but when he said it was brand neutral, I was like, oh, yes, I'm in like a hundred percent because they're as much as I like love my Pulpriot family and I love my Brazilian bond builder family, like, and my salon centric family, um, you know, you become, uh, sometimes virtual friends and sometimes actual friends with, you know, these people mm-hmm. on Instagram. And it, uh, there's a lot of people that I would really love to collab with. And it's, it's difficult when you're working for different companies. Um, I remember in the beginning of Instagram, it was a free for all. And it was like, everyone was using like 10 different brands on one head and it was, we could all, we were all collabing and then we sort of got divvied up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it was like, oh, am I allowed to like work with that person anymore or again? Or, you know, we used to do stuff all the time together and now we kind of can't. But hold so, on. So, so, I mean, you're being literal. Like, like, you've oh, got, yeah. like you've gotten like friction about like working with. Well, I mean. Someone it, from Pravana or whatever. Yeah. Cause it's kind of like, what do you use? Do you know what I mean? Like, right. it's like, I'm under contract with one person and they're under contract with another person. Who do you tag in the picture? Nobody like, you know, so I kind of would love for the industry to be able to kind of come back together like that again, like where it was like, it didn't really matter. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like for certain things, like what you were using and stuff like that. But now it seems so crucial to like, you must hashtag way and, and, you know, tag who you're using and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, for this type of event that, you know, it, Christopher Benson and Sam Via would never be on the same stage ever because of logistics. Do you know what I mean? And and now here they are on the same stage. And I think that's like super exciting. And there's lots of people in that backstage area from different brands. And I think it's so cool because I'm used to seeing the same faces backstage every single time, you know? So it's like to see how they're doing things is really interesting too. Um, And like, like I said, again, I, I feel like, you know, from not, I'm a salon owner, so I kind of feel like the mentor all the time, like especially for the past, you know, almost two years, not teaching and not traveling. Um, And what do they say? Like, if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. Like, it's sort of, I felt like I was kind of becoming that. Do you know what I mean? Like, just mentor, 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 mentor. And I realized, like, 
when I went out to LA, I would say four weeks ago and did an education uh, video for Pulp Riot and like everybody was there and everyone, and it was like, oh my gosh, I'm not the smartest one in the room. I'm going to, I like, I'm here I am leveling up again. And that is how I feel today. Like, I feel like I've got to bring my A game. This is my chance to, you know, like really level up and like show what, what I've got. So it's, it's pretty exciting for me, especially after like a year and a half of like not doing this kind of like stuff. There's, you know, we, we like to, in my salon, set up like photo shoots and stuff to keep ourselves, you know, very creative. Like lubricated. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, there is the day-to-day behind the chair, you know, grind that we have to do also. So. Yeah. I mean, COVID, I mean, it, it was uh, so hard on so many, but it, at the same time, so many people had a, an awakening uh, and it allowed uh, a lot of things to shift and move, so so the Sams and the Chris's can collab and 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 the Sams and and so you know out of a lot of times out of hard times come really great things and hopefully uh, you know this will continue and, yeah. and I go back to to like my turf your turf my territory your territory type attitude and and artists can really kind of blossom and really pull the best out of each other because uh you know I, we're super excited to see you guys this weekend and and you know they only let a little bit out the bag not really talk about it too much because they want to keep us surprised but yeah we're really excited for you guys yeah me too thank you so much uh, yeah, we, yeah we can't wait like uh we I, we talked to chris and erica earlier and i was like I'm totally bummed out. I kind of wish we talked to you after we saw it, you know, so we could talk about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So, but they just, but you know, Chris has been telling, we saw Chris at BTC, you know, back in August and he's like, you boys be ready, man. Stuff, st- shit's about to get real. I think is what he said, you know? So I, we're, we're excited, man. I mean, he certainly has, you know, sold it really well, you know? Yeah. And I mean, for someone um, like, you know, of his stature to, you know, he made the decision to leave, a company this year, which is very scary thing to do, you know, and do his own thing. And I just think it's amazing what he's done. And, um, his, I think his reputation in the industry is very impeccable. You know, for me, he's never been anything but kind. His work is probably, you know, in my top 10, you know, favorite artists of all time. Right. So this is like, whoa, you know, <laughs> I really honestly don't think I've been like this. I wouldn't say like nervous, but like really, um, really making sure that I am on my A game. Right. You know, it's not like, Oh yeah, that's just another trade show, you know, show up, bring my stuff, color some rainbows and get the hell out of here. No, like I really feel like this is like, this is it. uh, Yeah. Do you think some of it is working with Chris and some of it is also just not being in this environment a couple of years? I think it's both. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's both. Um, I think that, you know, of course, Pulp has been, my family since before pulp was even on the shelves. Um, so, you know, the, the Thurston's are my family. Like I literally consider them family, um, even though they're not a part of pulp anymore. Um, but 
Um, I think that I've been with them, you know, since the beginning. So it's been, I think, like five or six years. And I owe them everything. I really, and they know how grateful I am. Um, and I don't think without them, I would have opportunities like this, Sure, you know? Right. So this is like, it, it, it's all come coming full circle sort of, and I'm just like, wow. Mm-hmm. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Did you bring any of your staff with you? I did. Are they assisting in the back room and stuff? Yeah. And oh uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I, it, the questions before we got here, I oh, mean, like what? Like oh what? my God. Like I, I didn't want to like scare them, but then I also wanted them to stay on their so toes. Right. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, listen, you might cry. You might not. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, that's the advice you gave? So that's terrible. <laughs> Did you tell them why they might cry? Cause it's I'm also a mentor. <laughs> So wise. (laughs) You might cry. Am I going to cry because I'm sad? Am I going to cry because I'm happy? You might cry. (laughs) You know, I wanted to like really prepare them for real world shit. Like they haven't worked backstage at shows before and they're very young. Like they're all under 25 years old. Like I think God, they might even be under like 23 years old. Um, Like my own, my personal assistant just turned 21 just out of school, some of right. these people, you know what I mean? So they've, this is like, how the hell did I just get like out of school? And now I'm working like, say I'm in the same room as Sam Via, you know what I mean? Like what's going on? It's a lot of pressure. Yeah. So, um, we actually, we, we ran a contest in the salon to see who would be able to come and work backstage and so I'm wondering on Tuesday when we go back, who's going to be speaking to me still and who's oh, not. <laughs> well, just because like, I think that, you know, it seems very glamorous, but what goes on in those back rooms, it's, it's dirtied back there, man. It's <laughs> like, the grind. It's the grind. Like yeah. it is like, you know, you're just trying to like get people rinsed. You're waiting at sinks. You're, you know, putting on color with your fingers. I mean, whatever, it's just right, like right, right. whatever's happening. Like you're just going to, you have to make it work, you know? <laughs> so, and, and a lot of times, you know, people will tell you like, no, take that down, do it again. You know, that kind of thing. And so I think for the younger stylists to not take any of that personally and take it as like, holy crap, I'm getting like, PhD. yes, exactly. Like I'm, I'm learning as opposed to like, oh no, like I did it wrong. I'm so bad. You know what I mean? So I, I told them, I was like, if you feel like, you know, overwhelmed or anything like that, I'm like, just keep telling yourself like, this is the opportunity of a lifetime, you know, and I, I'm going to take something away from this that's going to help me with my career. You know, what's amazing about being 21 is that they probably don't have, they probably, and I'm just talking about me from 20, from my 21 year old perspective is that you'd have no idea who Sam or Chris are, you know? So, so there's not that like, like I'd be much more nervous to be in the room working with Sam now than I would at 21. Right. Oh, a hundred percent. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so, but then at some point they're going to be like, Oh my gosh, I was in the room with Chris and Sam mm-hmm. and Sam and Sam Daly. 
Well, yeah, of Sam course. Square, of course. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's so funny because they keep saying like Sam, Sam in the back room, and I'm just like, yeah. They're like, no, like the important one. The, the important <laughs> one. <laughs> That's hilarious. But but yeah, so I think that the the younger girls like it's going to be, it's going to be interesting to see, hear their feedback right. from it. You know, it'll be important to, for you to even ask those questions, you know, like, like, you know, when this all dies down, it's like to, when, when, when the energy dies down, right. Yeah. So like on your way home or something, or when you're home, like, you know, what were your takeaways from the weekend? I mean, it'd be really interesting to hear kind of like what they got out of the weekend, Yeah, you know, and, and ask those kind of open-ended questions about, you know, what, what they learned from it and stuff. Yeah. And I mean, I know people and this may happen like that think they want to be, you know, stage performers or think they want to work backstage or think they want to, but have never done it. Well, listen, we have an industry of get here and they're like, Whoa, like that is a lot of work. I think one year uh, at premiere, Cause it's so big and I was doing, um, pulp and Brazilian bond builder. Like I was just booked. Like, I think I, no, I don't think I did you guys that, that year, but I had like one of those like uh, Fitbit things on. I think I walked like 12 miles wow. in the convention center in a day. Holy cow. Like it was crazy. Like it was just like one like I'd have to be at one side of the place and then the other side of the place and then back to model prep which was like a mile from the stage and I I remember looking at my assistant at the time and being like if you forget anything you're fired (laughs) 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 like because we are not walking 1.3 miles back (laughs) to the to oh. the model prep to get what we need for the stage. Were you worried about like you would have to like say say these say if one of your your assistants kind of like just broke down under all that pressure that you're going to have to take some time out and, and try to you know speak you know into her and and take away from what you're trying to to accomplish backstage. I've had that happen once. Uh, with a, with an assistant. And, um, I think it was more of like a shyness kind of a thing. Like she, you really got to like, just step up and like whoever needs help back there, you know what I mean? And I think that it was, she was a little bit intimidated and nervous and she was seeing people from Instagram that she had been following forever and she got a little starstruck and like kind of like wasn't really present for you know like just hustling so I had to kind of like call her out but every person I've ever brought you know as an assistant every year I you know get a new personal assistant but they they've all been so great and so on point. And I think it's because they find me because they want to do what I'm doing. So when they get back there as assistants, as being your assistant, like like they're like, I want to be you one day. So they're like back there, like, who do I need to talk to? Like, you know, I, so they're networking, they're watching people, you know, that they admire doing hair. Um, so for them, it's like this huge opportunity, you know? So Mm. I just, I wish I had had that opportunity Don't at their all, age. Right? You know what I mean? It was at that age. It was like, 
I, I mean, I've been in the industry 22 years and I just remember it used to be every month I would wait for my modern salon, my <laughs> American salon and my behind the chair and I would sit there and read them front to back. But it was always like the same people in them. And these are the legends that you know, I think the younger people don't know about now, mm -hmm. but you know, now it's like you look in there and it's like, Oh, I know that person. I know that person. I know that person. I know that person. And it never used to be that way. It'd be right. like, Oh my God, if you met like, you know, the doves, it was like, what, you know what I mean? <laughs> so you know, not, not that it's still not like that, Sonia, you're amazing, right, exactly. <laughs> but you know, it was like, there was a certain group of hairdressers well, I, that I think I think it's a consistently couple consistently saw I think it's a couple things right like like Sam stood on stage as Redkin right yeah. the Dove stood on stage as Wella yeah Robert stood on stage as Paul, Paul Mitchell, Mitchell yeah. right so but and what's happened is what Instagram has done is not is those people still stand in those positions mm -hmm. but it's given us access there's a lot more people to have access to yeah right it's not just the four people you know and like it, it's funny because we talk about it you know through through the podcast, you know, we've gotten to meet people at the top of their, you know, at the, at the top of our industry and, and all the people that are sitting on the top have been incredibly gracious, incredibly sweet, incredibly nice. It's, it's always the people that are fighting to try to get there where you get a little bit more of that friction. I agree. You know, yep. and, and now, now multiply that when there's only four places to be recognized. Yeah. You know, if, if you're not the head of well, you're not the hell of right now there, there's many, many, many more people. Like it's like, what do they call that? Crabs in a bucket or crabs in a basket, right? They're just trying to pull down to get to the top. Right. Yeah. And, and, and what we have much more availability to like, to be recognized and stuff. And even, and many more people to recognize you yeah. in a weird way. Yeah. And I mean, Does that makes sense. Yeah, totally. It used to be, you know, either if you didn't live in New York or LA, boom, you're screwed. Yep, you're, yeah. you're never going to be an editorial stylist or have your work featured or, you know, I remember but now like even young girls from Sarasota. Yeah. <laughs> well, I remember I went to uh, hair school, like up in Philadelphia. And I, I remember getting out of hair school. It was 2000. And I was like, I want my work featured in modern salon. Right. How the hell was I supposed to like get to them? So like I just looked, you know, in the magazine at, for the address. I blew up pictures from a digital camera, or not a digital, a, a disposable camera, literally, and just like mailed it to Modern Salon. <laughs> it's like now all we have to do is hashtag, and hashtag. there you go, Modern Salon can see your picture. But I still don't know if they ever saw my pictures at Modern Salon. If you're listening, did you get the pictures I took in 1999 of my sister? <laughs> That's funny. Actually, you know, we have a pretty good relationship with Maggie Mulhern, yeah, who's I the like editor Maggie there. For, lot, yeah, I yeah. love Maggie. So I think that's a good question for her. It was in a manila envelope. <laughs> <laughs> the question is, how many of those do they get? I know. You know? But it's so funny that I, like, I would never think to do that today. I would just, you know. Hashtag. Yeah, exactly. And they'll see it. Snail but, mail? Nah. Yeah. Who knows what happened to right. But actually, you know, snail mail might be your angle now. Because <laughs> yeah. everybody's hashtagging. Yeah, they'll be like, where did this come from? <laughs> we Look, must, it's postmark 1995. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, my gosh. It, it's so weird, like, how, how the industry's changed. I mean, certainly, I mean, you've been in it since 2000. We've been into in it since way before that. No, but it's interesting to see how the, the industry has kind of like evolved, you know? Oh my God. 
so much, especially I would say in the past, like, you know, six, five, six years, it's just completely different. Even as a salon owner, I've got, you know, for so many years, I, I booked on the half, on the half hour. It was like, you know, half hour color, half hour cut in between, half hour color, half hour cut in between, blah, 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 all day long. You're, you're, you're right. doing people. We can't do that in the salon anymore. We literally can't. Everything is a huge either correction or overhaul. I blame Instagram, <laughs> but not in like a terrible way. Like I, it's just because they have access to see, you know, these pictures. I think that, um, you know, educating our clients more about it. it I, and I know a lot of hairstylists are very frustrated right now because it's like they see these pictures and a lot of them, it's just either not achievable or it's going to cost you like, you know, $2,000 to have it done. And no one wants to hear that because they've right. never heard it before from hairdressers. But this is, you know, we're taking on six, seven, eight hour projects. Sometimes they have to come back the next day even to get to these, you know, uh, looks that they want that they're seeing online. And I don't want my girls making minimum wage. I just don't, you know, I want them to be charging what should be charged for a seven, eight, nine hour, you know, uh, service because they're just busting their butts with these, with these color corrections. And it's crazy the way that we do more consultations now than I have ever seen before because we get phone calls and we don't know how to book the people because we don't even know what they're asking for. Right. And I don't even think they know what they're asking for. They just saw some crazy picture and you know, they're trying to explain it to us over the phone. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about, you know? Mm -hmm. So we do so many consultations now just so we can get our timing right and our pricing right. Have you heard of an app called snap snip? Mm-mm. I was thinking the same thing. Were you? Mm-hmm. So there's an, there's an app out there. It's a consultation app. It's called it's called Snapsnip, and um, they kind of upload all their stuff and they uh, their pictures. They upload their picture, their their current picture, and then like oh. gold pictures, and then you know um, it, it, it's it's pretty cool. And the guy that that runs it, he says that you know your 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 redos and stuff are down like exponentially. And you know. that's a really good idea. Yeah, and that way, when they upload it, you can look at it and then put it to a stylist that you think is going to be best as, suited. As yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, and and you can look and on that same note, like you know, oh, okay, well, this is you know whatever an easy thing to achieve. We can give that to like a first year hairstyle, so you can like you can evenly build out your your staff as well. Or if yeah. it's something more challenging, like you know, you need you know you know and who's in your staff who can, who can do that, who can achieve that. Yeah. You know, exactly. so it, 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 it's interesting, man. It's really cool. It's called snaps, I, snap, snap, snip. snip. It's called snap, snip. Yeah. Uh, it, you should look into it. It's yeah. Cool. No, I definitely will. That's a great idea. Yeah. M- might save you some headaches there. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. But what he said, it also saves them a lot of in salon time. Right. Because, you know, when you can do the consultations through that way, you know, you don't have to, you know, have uh, like uh, he was going like eight 15 minute consultations or half hour consultations in a day. And that takes up a lot of time. I've 
we've recently like come to that conclusion. Like um, when I started seeing how many consultations were on the book, I'm like, that's a lot of time like that we could be doing. Dawn, yeah. Dawn Bradley charges. And she I charges just like a read, lot of money. That. I just read her uh, thing that made me start thinking like it said, why, why aren't you, uh, why aren't you charging? charging for consultations? And she charges like a hundred bucks or something for yeah. 30 minutes. I mean, and she doesn't even discount it off of the service. Like it's not like you can it use this hundred dollars. It goes towards the service. No, right? it doesn't. It's, it's just it's a the, separate services. Yeah. Like you took up this time. And you know what? She's we did a right. podcast about it. You should probably listen to it. She's Sam. really <laughs> right. She's really right. Because I, to me, it's not about so much you know, what you're getting done, it's about the time you're taking off my book. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like whether or not it's a half hour for a highlight or a half hour for a consultation, you know, it's still my time that's worth money. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Exactly. So I agree with her actually. Yeah. yeah but I want to be careful too. And in, in, in the, the, I'm about to get on my soapbox. Am I allowed? Yeah, do it. Am I allowed to get on my soapbox? <laughs> I want to be really careful as an industry because what I've seen over the last five or six months, I think, is this is this almost assault on our clients. Oh my God. Did you watch my story the other day? I did not, no. Okay, because I did a whole thing on this. <laughs> I feel, and okay, I'm, I apologize to any Instagrammer out there who has done this because I have laughed at them. I think they're, I do think they're funny, but I am a hairstylist. But we're making fun of our clients an awful lot an awful lot. And I, I get it that it's funny for us as hairstylists, but if my doctor went Thank online you. and did a parody of his clients and I'm one and or patients and I'm one of them, I would be highly insulted mm -hmm. that like, you know, I ask dumb questions or I like look at you weird when you say things or like, you know, and I, I get it. It's funny because it, it it's true. These things are happening to hairstylists, but the clients are seeing it, you know, that we're making fun of them. And I, I, so. Well, I think, I think, well, I went on a, I went on a soapbox and I went on a raid during COVID and I was so annoyed that the brands weren't stepping up for our clients. Mm -hmm. You know, like, like my, my thought, my big broad thought was that all the brands should have got together. They should have done a Super Bowl. They should have done a Super Bowl commercial saying that the hair salon is still a safe place to be. All the brands should have done that together because they're the only ones that have that pool. And I was a little annoyed that the brands just kept putting pressure on us to sell products when yeah. we had no clients, you know, and, and, and at the end of the day and at the beginning of the day, our entire career starts with the client. Yep. You know, that's where, that's where it all, that's, I don't know if that's the point of the, uh, of the funnel or if that's the top of the funnel, but that, that's where it all is, you know, and that's where all of us are generating money. So, so those should be the first ones that we respect. They shouldn't be the last ones in the line. I'm so glad somebody else said something about that because I, I, I like, like I said, I've laughed at them. I've showed people them. Like, mm -hmm. I'm not going to say I'm not, I'm not like this innocent, but I, I think part of the problem is to not problem. Cause that's a weird way to kind yeah. of say it, but, but, but it all comes down to reels. Yeah. Right. It's the reels and like, and like Instagram is saying, Oh, well you need to do reels to do this. And like, well, how can I do a reel? Cause it has to be entertaining. It has to be funny. It has to be this. And then, and then who do, you know, we attack the, the, the very people that are feeding us and yes, yeah. they're feeding you. Yeah. A hundred percent. They are. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, 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 it's so funny that you brought that up because I really w have been thinking about that a lot for the past couple of days. Cause I'm like, I just keep seeing it over and over like things clients do, you know, mm -hmm. or ways clients yeah. complain. And it's like, 
okay, like, but you're seeing this, yeah. <laughs> you it, know? It, it, it's even more, I mean, to me, it's even more, I don't want to spend a lot of time yeah. on this, but it's even more than that. It's like, oh, well, you can't afford me. Or like, if you have to ask questions, you can't afford me. Or, and it's just, it's just stuff that like, that just tastes bad in my mouth. You know, yeah. like, mm, it's kind of tastes bad, you know, nope, but you know, listen, it. that's just me and my own shoes. You know, you do what you do, mm-hmm. you know? So, so, uh, how is, uh, how's salon life been? So salon life is crazy. Um, we're actually, so I had a booth rental salon and I had a, that I opened first. Then I had, I opened up a commission salon, um, which <laughs> takes all of your time. <laughs> so, um, we outgrew the commission salon. We opened it up a week after, um, lockdown and we, so we opened in the pandemic and we have outgrown the space in a year and a half. Um, so what I made the decision to do was instead of having the two salons and the one that was, you know, that is more profitable, the commission salon, uh, that we've outgrown, I've decided to close both salons and we are, are, we just, um, signed the lease on a 3,500 square foot salon that we're going to do like a major build out on. Um, we're only going to do four booth rental, um, stations in there for the people that were in my old booth rental salon. Um, there were a few that I had to, um, just kind of like go their own way. Booth rental is really hard when you're trying to, um, kind of brand yourself because, they all want to brand themselves personally too. Sure, so sense, right? yeah. So it was very hard for me to like try to accomplish, Is there a space accomplish where you can what do I both? was doing. Um, that, that's why I'm only keeping it at four. It's a very mixed bag, putting them both in the same place. But how is that different than a commission salon? Like, like even the, as a commission salon, I mean, even if we're commission based, you know, we still are responsible for branding ourselves and to bringing, bringing in clients. And we always have been, you know, it just makes it a lot yeah. easier now. So how is it different than, how would that be different than like a commission salon? Well, so in my booth rental salon, they're all LLC'd as their own business. Right. So their own business has its own name. So they're right. running their business out as, of my business. Right. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it was really hard. Um, Like I was like working with like social media coaches. I'm like, why can't I do that? And they're like, because your, your staff at your booth rental salon is not, um, is not, (laughs) I'm like, what's that? The key. Your staff at your booth rental salon is not on board. And there were some that were, um, that just love the brand. And then there were some, you're saying there's four that were, (laughs) well, there was only seven in there. So (laughs) the four that were stayed. (laughs) They made it to the new slot. Yeah. I, and I had to very like my, I, I worked that very like carefully so that like, you know, the, the other ones would find their place first. Um, and then I could take the rest with me. (laughs) And so we're really looking forward. My husband is a, um, partner with me in the, uh, salon. Um, and so we're just like, we're going hard right now. Cause it's, it's basically like a giant warehouse that we're just gonna like, just go crazy with. And our salons are really weird anyway. Like we have like, you know, 
mannequin legs with like fishnets hanging from the ceiling. Her nice. Name, her name is Astley. Astley. <laughs> <laughs> so we have like really like weird, like kooky stuff all over the salon and um, people seem to enjoy it. My goal when I opened up my first salon was that every salon I had worked at in my life and every salon that I knew of in Sarasota was beige. And (laughs) I was like, this is like, I think they're just playing it safe so they can just cater to everyone or like a certain type of person and everything was foofy and very fancy and everything. And I'm like, I I feel like it should be more fun. Like this should be more colorful. We do color, you know? So we, we have like, I think it's something like 300 five-star reviews or something like that on Google. And almost every single one is like, this is the most bright, colorful, diverse place. (laughs) Anyone of any ethnicity, any, you know, uh, gender can come in here and feel like they could just hang out with you all day long. And that makes like it like makes the hairs on my arm stand up because that was the goal we had one karen right i hated it it was tack it reminded me of a tacky um uh, it reminded me of a tacky tattoo shop and i replied to her I know you think you're insulting me, but that's literally what my business model says. So thank you. <laughs> I was like, it literally says tacky tattoo shop. Like that's Nailed what it. I wanted to look like. Yeah. She's like, this place look like a tacky tattoo shop. I'm like, fuck yeah, it does. <laughs> you should have just said thank you. Like yeah, it was a no, compliment. Thank I you did. so I much. I was like, awesome. I know you think you're insulting me, but it's my business model. So thank you. I nailed it. <laughs> you shouldn't even have prefaced yeah. it. Just go, oh, thank you so much. <laughs> That's awesome, like, man. Thanks, Karen. I can't wait. I can't, I can't. I feel sorry for anyone named Karen. I know. For a while, it was Felicia I felt bad for. <laughs> With the bye, Fel- hey, bye, Felicia. Now, I think it's a lot now, less now Felicia's in the world than yeah. Karen's though, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And I'd rather be a Felicia than a Karen any day. <laughs> there, there we go. I have a couple of clients named Karen. It's always like weird, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. And they're always like weird. Have you asked them about it? Like, how do you like being like the, 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 the goat, right? The yeah. scapegoat. <laughs> oh, thank, thank that one Karen. <laughs> exactly. Whoever that Karen was, right? Yeah, exactly. Oh my God, that's funny. <laughs> that's so funny. Um, so what's the... So this is the first time that you've had like both models under the same roof. Yeah. So it's going to be, um, dare we say hybrid? I'm going to, yeah, you could say that, but it's going to be like, there's going to be like 14 regular commission stylists and then the four booth renters. Um, and, and will their booths be on the floor like everyone else? So no one will know that they're anything other than exactly. Yeah. But they're, they're, um, Appointments will be booked directly through them, not through my front desk. Through Schedulicity? Yeah. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> I mean, yes. Ske- well, yes. For me, Schedulicity, yes. <laughs> I don't know what they use each individually, um, but they use, um, they'll, they have their own, like, you know, stripe that they check out their clients right. with. So those four will not go through so my if, front desk. So if one of those four leave, would you 
lease that chair back out or would you replace that chair with a Ooh, commission? Good question. I would probably go commission. And what is there, is there the, would there, will there be the opportunity? Oh man, I'm going to hold you to this because you're going to have a staff that listens to this. Would there be the opportunity for someone to graduate into a, into a uh, booth rental? Oh yeah. We've had it happen. Like, yeah. But you'll continue to let that happen. Um, I'll let that happen. Yeah. So reward that to happen. I think how it has happened in the past is that if a, one of the stylists gets into a certain situation, like I have single moms, do you know what I mean? That need to be able to create their own schedule. Um, so I kind of take it on like a basis of like, how badly do you need this to be to, or how badly do you need to be a booth renter as opposed to like, you know, a nine to five or like, you know, a 10 to eight o'clock at night kind Mm -hmm. of a, of a schedule. Um, so I have, Actually, I think all of them are in that position and that's why they're there. <laughs> right. So, um, but for those four, they have been so loyal, so dedicated, so talented that I honestly, I just feel like they're good for my brand. I that's really awesome. do. And I enjoy working with them. They inspire me. Um, there's never been any kind of like drama with them. So I was like, You're, you guys are coming with me. Like, you know, I Whether don't, like it or I don't not. need the negative ones. I can just right. bring you guys with me. So, so how yeah. does it work out like in a, in a hybrid situation? Like you have product on the shelf. I assume that you sell. Yeah. Like if they sell product and stuff, if they're, if they're running their own stripe, how does that work out? So in, when I had the two separate salons, they had each, they had their own area where they could sell, like put, um, their retail retail and sell it. Uh, now that we're all together, they are underneath. They basically decided the four of them that they would rather just sell what's on my shelves. And I, they make commission just like a commission. Um, but how, but if they're running that through their own processing. That they don't. The, so if I'm a client, so my experience okay. as a client would be like, okay, I get my beautiful hair done and, mm-hmm. and, and, and Sam is the LLC charges me and then I have to go to the front desk to buy retail. Is that how it would work? It would work that way okay. for, for those people. Yeah. And what about, um, as a business owner, like, like the, the model is a little bit different, like for color and stuff, like as, as a sweet owner, like I have to buy my own, all my own color and stuff. Are you, are you charging them like a, like a, like a, a what are they called? Like a back bar charge or something? Yes. Yes. We've actually sort of taken an average and worked it into their rent so that it's not so like That's smart. Yeah. It's not so like every week I'm like, okay. Let's count up all the color that you use. Do you know what I mean? So we took like a basic average and then just worked it into the the rent. Was the average like the average that all four of them did or was it, or does like Tony's average? Each one individual. Yeah. Because there's people that are in there that work every day of the week and there's people that work Work two days a week, you know, for booth rent. So the the dangerous part, I think when you, when you make a hybrid like that is the, commission stylists start to see people coming and going as they please, you know, that kind of thing. And it's very appealing, Mm -hmm. but I do, I honestly believe that there are stylists that are made for booth rental and there are stylists that are made for commission. Like 
And there's no in between. <laughs> I am um, I, like, I'm. Um, here's what's intriguing to me about it is I love being in a team atmosphere and I love being in a salon atmosphere, but I also like being the freedom that the suite gives me, you know, cause yes. I'm in a suite now. Right. But I would love, first of all, I would love to be a mentor to people, Yeah, you know? Um, and, and, and that's kind of like, that's the part that I miss in the, in the team aspect and the back room stuff. Like, like that's the stuff that I kind of miss. So if there was like, if somebody could do like a hybrid to where, I guess it's my cake and eat it too, and a little bit, you know. But 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 if somebody kind of came up with that hybrid, that would be that would be intriguing or interesting to me. Yeah. Um. I, Maybe I have to move to Sarasota. <laughs> You've got a job. Um, Does he have a chair? <laughs> to lease. You know, it's actually I've I've gotten a lot of that where people. I, I mean, I was in a loft for a year before I opened up my first salon, and I had always been in big salons, and I did feel that way. Like I felt like, am I learning anything, or am I just like locked in this room by myself, like not right. really being inspired by anyone? And I feel like the people that are booth renters in my salon do prefer to be part of a team but need that flexibility for their family so it's just flex it's just a matter of flexibility basically like yes for your hybrid yeah yeah got it yeah wow I think that it'll be interesting to see what shakes out the next 10 years, you know, because, oh, yeah. because the suites have gone so hard, hard, you know, and then, and then, and I, I think that there's a, it's actually very funny. I don't know if you've seen this in your area, but it's like the sweeters pre COVID are now back in the salon and the back in the salon people are now pushing for the, it, it's, it's funny how there's, there's been like this and maybe it's always been there, but yeah, COVID just made it more obvious or something. I will. Can I get on my. My yeah, box. You're allowed to get in your box. The one thing that does drive me crazy is when I see people coming straight out of school and going straight into booth rental. That mm. <laughs> yeah, we just talked. Talk? That just I I I know that they're seeing it on Instagram and you know booth rental. You get you know oh you get to keep all your money, make your own hours. <laughs> it's great. I feel that everyone has to spend at least a couple years in a salon. Like, well, you don't know what you're missing out on education wise, but you don't yeah. know what you're missing out on education wise. Yeah. And even, um, salon, um, just, you know, etiquette basically, Ooh. you know, I, I've That's had, I've had, yeah. I've heard, you know, booth renters, like, you know, talking about things that were inappropriate, like asking like, Oh, who did this to your hair? You know? And I'm like, Oh my God, if you had ever worked in a real salon, like you would know right. you don't ever ask that. You know what uh, I mean? So, she did. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, <laughs> But like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like, I just feel that the, there, the etiquette is missing. They, they don't know how to, be with their clients or even like, um, the confidence of like, like I remember my first shampoo, it's a miracle. The woman like was clean at all because I was barely touching her. Do you right, know? I was like, yeah, I was yeah. like, because I was so scared, you know what I mean? Right. And it's like, I feel like by being in that atmosphere with up with your peers and stuff like that, you can gain more confidence. You can watch senior stylists and see how they're talking doing consultations. You can't go straight from like a Votech to a booth rental and do a great consultation. I, 
in my opinion. Um, so I, I, I feel, I love booth rental. I think it's great. I I'm, I'm from New Jersey where it's actually illegal. I think it might be becoming legal now. I heard that like solar salons went in, but it was always illegal in New Jersey. So mm. we looked, we kind of like looked down on it. And when I got to Florida, I was like, what's going on here? Everybody's 1099. Uh, yeah. Everybody's booth renting. And in New Jersey, if you booth rented, that was illegal. And it meant you weren't good enough to get a job in a regular salon. It was like you were doing hair in your basement. You know right. what I mean? So I had a really different outlook on it. So I do, I love it. For, but like I said, when you're coming straight out of school, I just, the, the, best advice I can give anyone is get into a good salon, get into a good education program that that salon has and just work it until you're ready to be your own business. That's good. And, yeah. and I mean, even, even aside from the etiquette and stuff, mm -hmm. I mean, the success rate has to be like, like one in a thousand that actually can do it. Yeah. You know, I mean, you have to have the balls to go out and market yourself, talk to people. But, but, but yeah. Instagram allows that. Yeah. That's you know true. I mean? Yeah. Instagram definitely allows that. And, yeah. and I mean, honestly, like we, we have a great relationship with one of our local schools and yeah. some of the work they're putting out, you're like, damn. Yeah. Like, you know, like it, it, it's impressive what's going, you know, it's impressive how like, and I can only do it from memory, but like what the hair looked like leaving our school and now what the hair looks like leaving that. And, and that yeah. is also like the influence of Instagram and the influence of, of, of YouTube and, and, and all that stuff, you know? So, you know, the, that's also good for our industry, but like, I'm blown away by some of the stuff that we see. I go, Oh, well, I think it, I, 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 I know when I was in hair school, we focused mainly on cutting. Like that was like the thing that was also 22 years ago. But I think with Instagram, you know, what we're seeing is color. That's yeah. what's catching our eyes. So color has taken over. I literally have people coming. I have, I have assistants that are still in school, have zero problem. Don't flinch to put bleach on someone's scalp. You ask them to do a one length haircut and they are wanting to run out the freaking door. Like, I'm like, what is this? Like, I go, what has happened here? Like, I don't understand, but there's been like a major flip, you know, they see people putting bleach on people's, you know, regrowth. So it's like, Oh, that's cool. I can, I can do, do that. that. Yeah. So I am actually really digging the fact that hair cuts are coming back into style, like the mullet and the shag, like things that like actually take, you know, skill and like not, I feel like for so many years now, it's just been like this long mermaid, like let's give some beach waves and let's right. be done with it. And now that we're going back to cutting, they're going to have to step it up. You know, yeah. it's like, now we've got to make this color look good on this cut. You know, it's not just like throwing. You know, by the way, now this cut is a shape. It, that, that's what I'm saying. Like you've right. got planes and, you know, planes, trains and automobiles. On. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> to work on that. You have to make this kind of all like a puzzle, like fit together and make it a total look. It's not just mermaid hair, you know? Right. So I'm excited about it. I'm like, but let's we, start cutting. I mean, <laughs> we've all fallen into that. I mean, even like. You know, I mean, I've been in the industry for a number of years and, um, 
you know, even when like we went to balayage and stuff, how much, how I kind of had to go like, oh, okay, well, I've got a guy, I got to step back up. Well, that's yes. what's happening, right? Like yes. now it's not mermaid hair, and not, not that it's not, but but now the movement is like, okay, now there's like actual shape and head again and stuff, yeah. like, you know, shaping the haircuts and stuff. Yeah, it'll be it'll be it'll be, it'll be fun, you know. Yeah, you know? interesting. It definitely be interesting, and it's really cool to kind of watch, even you know, especially from like your position as a salon owner, like. All right. Well, guess yeah, what? Things are changing. Yeah, their yeah. eyes get very big. Yeah. You're like, okay, I need to bring in a pixie model this week. They're like, oh what? Oh what? <laughs> exactly. It'll be also interesting to see how, as educators, you know how the education changes now that you're coloring. It's not just like something like a like mermaid hair. You're not just coloring like mermaid hair, but like now, like you were saying, like, okay, we have to do this on this plane or like, you know, here's how we accentuate. Here's how we de-accentuate, you know, whatever. It'll it'll be interesting. How are we going to make this color work with this cut? I want that class. Yeah. You know, I should teach it. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, you should, Sam. Okay. I will. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome, man. So what else are you up to? Oh God, just working really hard, like keeping the salon going and family going and just really excited about this, um, this new salon. That's cool. Yeah. It's Are like, you still going to be able to travel with pulp and stuff? Oh yeah. I, they, right now they're just still doing everything digital. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going out there, uh, once a month, uh, to work at Butterfly Loft Salon actually. That's just cool. to kind of be around my people. I felt. You started really, doing that a lot though, right? Like uh, once a week or so? I mean, once a month or Once something? a month, yeah. I, I did a couple months ago. Um, I just, like I said, I realized that I needed to be around my, that, my That's people. why she brought her that, husband in. Yeah. He's a partner. Yeah. You got this? All right, I'll, I'll be back. <laughs> I'm like, who told you that? <laughs> he did. He texted us. <laughs> He called and said, hey, can you give Sam yeah. shit about this? I haven't seen her in a month. How do you have access to my text messages? <laughs> Actually, you know what's funny is we had we had uh, Danielle Kiesling on. Yeah, um, I love Danielle. Uh, back um, in Chicago. And she started, da- she, she started dating a new boy during COVID. Yeah. And I'm like, and like, she, he's never experienced her travel schedule. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, Danielle, how's this going to last? Like, yeah. like for real, like, yeah, like, when, like yeah, when I mean, things get real again, yeah. let's, and for her, it's yeah. been real. Like she's been on the road a lot. Of, yeah. You know, if you're paying attention to, you know, she was just in Europe and, and all kinds of stuff. Or in the so, sky. Either. Yeah. Did you know that she bought a plane during COVID? She bought a plane <laughs> and she's learning how to fly it. Yeah. Ask her if she flew. She's never flown. That is crazy. And so Danielle. I bought some like like weights to lift it up. <laughs> Which you paid way too much for. Yeah. I'm like, that's not, that, that's not the hobby I came up with. <laughs> so, we were, that's amazing. We were backstage Crazy. at BTC. She was in a back hallway. You know, we were like, oh, we haven't seen you in two years or a year and a half or whatever. You know, we're hugging it out and stuff. We're like, you know, just small talk. And we're like, hey, so, you know, what you been up to? She's like, I bought a plane. And we're like, do you fly? No. I just bought a plane and then we had her on the podcast. Cause at that moment we're like, Oh, we got to talk about this. on the yeah, podcast." Yeah. You know, yeah, that, yeah. That, that, like, where are you going? She where? flies now. She does fly now. She hasn't quite learned how to land yet, but she flies. Oh. <laughs> no, she's, she can land. She just can't, she's afraid to land by herself. She's afraid to go solo. I, I would be terrified. Yeah. yeah. I'm Good pretty, for her though. That's amazing. Oh, I think, I, think, I yeah. think it's amazing. I mean, we make fun of her, but, but only out it's of like, so cool. Yeah. Out of, out of 
all. Yeah. Right? Like out of all. Yeah. That's awesome. awesome. All right, Sam. So if people want to uh want to find you, want to hang out with you, how can they uh, how can they locate you? Uh bottleblonde76 on Instagram. I am on TikTok, I think. <laughs> you should be the one person that's on TikTok. <laughs> I am on TikTok. Um, uh, and it's Bottle Blonde 76 on TikTok. And um, you can also find me at my salon at, uh, in Sarasota, Florida, Bottle Blonde 76 also. Is that the name of the salon? Yeah. That's cool. Yep. I think it's the first time I've heard about that, though. What is that? It's was, actually, it, was the salon called Bottle Blonde 76? It's actually called at Bottle Blonde 76 so that people will search it when they see the sign and, nice. and follow me. That is very, very cool, man. Yeah. We get a lot of blondes, too. I think pe- because of the name, people think that it's a blonde specializing. Well, but it's great because that's what all my people want to do is vivids and blondes. So I'm like, all right, it worked out. It worked out, it worked out <laughs> fine, right? Yeah. Is that the first time we've heard about like somebody naming their salon after their Instagram name? That's pretty cool. Not being their name. I think that might be. Mm-hmm. I, I think so. Be seen. Oh yeah, but he seems kind of his name. Yeah, yeah. But isn't what's the name? This the salon is Beeson Studios. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Beeson Studios. Yeah, yeah. Sam, thank you so much for joining us today and taking time out and just hanging and and just laughing and, and yeah, you know, allowing us to to catch up. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for asking me to do this again. I will do it anytime with you. That sounded weird. <laughs> Here comes those husband text again. He's like, "Yeah, you're not, you're not going on those shows anymore." I'll give you my cell phone number later. <laughs> no, but honestly, like this is just so great, you know. Just to, like you said, like just to like be able to like hang together again and talk about the industry, and I just. I feel like I'm on cloud nine this weekend. So That's awesome. So thanks guys. Kind of nice to be back me. on cloud nine, right? It is. It's it really is. Cool. Miss Sam yeah. Daly, bottle blonde 76 at bottle blonde 76 salon. Thank yes. you very much for joining us on your day. Thank you. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, share it with friends, give us a rating and drop a review to listen to all the latest podcasts. Please subscribe from your favorite podcast outlet and to stay connected on and off the show. You can follow us at hair on Instagram and all other social media platforms. Thanks again. And we'll see you next time. Peace and love.